0: So they might have a little night light or something of that nature, but the reality is that the light actually has an effect upon your, your eye that, that decreases the melatonin in your body and makes it more difficult for you to sleep. The light, the day is awakening the earth, it's awakening humanity and it's awakening creation there's a reason for that all that was created to be natural is a reflection of something that is spiritual Psalm 118 verse 21 I will praise thee for thou hast heard me and art become my salvation the stone which the builders refused is become the head of the corner this is the Lord's doing it is marvelous in our eyes that is a reference to Jesus Christ being made the chief cornerstone of the whole house of Israel, the whole building of the Lord. It's a reference to him being rejected. That's Calvary. But in that same moment of his being rejected, he was made the head of the corner. This is is the culmination, Calvary is the culmination of all that the prophets spoke about, all that the apostles believed and taught. And so when the scripture tells us in Psalm 118, I will praise thee for thou hast heard me and art become my salvation. That word salvation there is is actually a direct reference to Yeshua. Jesus, you have become my salvation. This is a messianic prophecy concerning Jesus Christ. The stone which the builders refused has become the headstone of the corner. Verse 23, this is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Verse 24, this is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. The psalmist was explaining that 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 life of Christ and that death of Christ and that burial of Christ and that resurrection of Christ and that coming of Christ, that, 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 that gospel of Christ, that is the day. the lord hath made when the lord said let there be light and there was light that was the day that the lord hath made that's why and you've heard me say it a 100 times so i'm gonna say it 101 times that's why the day is an exact reflection of the gospel of jesus christ It, it the sun emerged on the horizon this morning and that is that is similar to the birth of christ and of course As the day went on, the sun waxed warm, not so much hot today, but warm enough. And in July and August, it'll wax hot. But it was warm enough today. And it was beautiful. It was a beautiful day. I mean, there's no day like a nice, beautiful autumn day. But then the sun would set and the night would fall. Here you see in the the blazing sun you see the life of Christ, but in the setting of the sun, you see the death of Christ. And in the burial of the sun, you see the burial of Christ. And even now, the sun is nowhere to be seen. The sun is nowhere to be found. It, it does not illuminate the world as we sit here. Imagine how dark it would be if there was no moon, no stars. Imagine if, how dark it would be if there was no, if there was no electric light. You wouldn't be able to see your hand in front of your face. I've I've been there before in the Colorado mountains. I was going to walk bravely from my cabin down to the campground where I was preaching. It was about a a two-mile walk. I was going to walk it. That don't bother me. And I walked out of my cabin about 11 p.m. I was going to walk back down to the whole campground. And I got away from where the... Shining lights were, and turned a corner, and the mountains were blocking out some of the some of the celestial uh, light, and I could not see my hand in front of my face. I turned around and I went back to my cabin and tucked myself away for a, a good night's sleep. I'll wait till that sun comes up in the morning. The sun is set right now. This is like the burial of Christ, when all was quiet, when all was. When all was buried, when all was shut down. And and, and and if you didn't know any better, you would think that this is the way it would always be. But you do know better. This is not the way it will always be. You yourself, your own body is a reflection of his gospel. Your own body will be buried tonight. Your own body will sink down into a slumber that is similar to, to that of, of the death of Christ. And, and and you know, should the Lord will, and we thank God that He does every day, wake us up in the morning. But we're not the only thing that gets up in the morning. That sun begins to shine again. And it'll do it again, it'll do it again, it'll do it again. Because it's a reflection of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Psalm 19, I'm going to turn there and we're going to come back to Psalm 118. But Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God. What is the glory of God? The glory of God is not just His vast expanses of power. The glory of God is His gospel. The glory of God is that God was manifest in the flesh. The glory of God is that God took our sins away. The glory of God is that a king would take my place. The glory of God is that the the almighty of heaven and earth who created the heavens and the earth would actually take upon the form of a servant and become obedient all the way up to death. Not just any death, the death of the cross. That's the glory of God that separates him from every other god or lord or duke or king or mythological character. He is glorious. The heavens declare that message. That's what I'm trying to explain in my own feeble attempts, that the heavens declare that message when the sun rises and the sun shines and the sun sets and the sun remains set and then it rises again and the pattern continues. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech. Night unto night showeth knowledge There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. You don't have to have a translator to depict the glory of God that is seen in creation. Every individual who walks this earth and can see are able to see the beautiful demonstration of the heavens as they declare the glory of God. Their line has gone out through all the earth. Their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber. Now, that's not just creating a little bit of an analogy, but, but, you know, the Bible tells us that the Lord Lord has a bride and that the Lord is the bridegroom and that the bridegroom is, is going to appear at the midnight hour and that we need to be prepared to meet him. That sun that rises in the morning is your daily reminder that Jesus is coming soon. It's your daily reminder that the bridegroom is returning for his bride. It is as a bridegroom coming forth out of his chamber and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. Again, this is a reference to Jesus who is the strong man who runs the race. His going forth is from the end of the earth, his circuit unto the ends of it, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. That is the day of the lord when you look at calvary it is the day of the lord and the heavens are declaring this day of the lord so when psalm 118 begins to describe this now now understand we're going to read a little bit more here psalm 118 verse 16 he's talking about jesus the right hand of the lord is exalted the right hand of the lord doeth valiantly that's jesus who sits at the right hand of god i shall not die because the impression was that he would be dead but live, a reference to the resurrection, and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord hath chastened me sore. That's Calvary. That's wounded and afflicted and smitten and stricken. But he hath not given me over unto death. Thou wilt not leave thy soul in hell, neither will thy suffer thine Holy One to see corruption. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go into them and I will praise the Lord. This gate of the Lord into which the righteous shall enter. I will praise thee, thou hast heard me and have become my salvation. The stone which the builders refused has become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing, it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. So, what I want to bring to your attention is that when we're talking about this is the day the Lord has made, we're not just talking about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We are talking about that, but not just that. We're talking specifically about the day of Christ. Specifically about the day of Christ. And every day that you live is to mirror the day of Christ. Every day that you live, you live it as unto the Lord. You live it in gratitude for what he did for you and what he continues to do for you. This is the day that the Lord has made. How many like it when you have a good day? I love good days. You know what I'm saying? You get a good night's sleep. You wake up in the morning, get a little cup of mocha Amen. Hey it just, it's just, it's just a good day, and the fall leaves are just fantastic. Nice, crisp autumn air. It's beautiful. Every the breakfast is perfect. The just people are nice. You're just glad to be alive. You're glad you're here and you're glad for everybody you see. And then you get a flat tire. And all of a sudden, I don't know, it just has a way of turning that crisp autumn air into somewhat of a nuisance now. Now everything is beginning to turn and, and, and the day isn't quite like it was. And, and it does seem, doesn't it, like like when one thing goes bad, then lots of things go bad. It does start to feel like that uh, if if anything bad could happen, it's going to happen today. This is a bad day. I've had those days where flat tires, getting pulled over, and, and, uh, and uh, just, you know, it's just not a good day. But there are good days, there are bad days. Listen, every day is the day the Lord has made. And there are some days that are going to look like the part of Christ that has him coming victoriously out of the grave. And there are going to be other days that look like... The sun is setting that look like the lamentation, that look like the suffering and the woundedness and the affliction. There are some seasons of your life that when you look back upon them, you see pain and hardship. You see struggle. You remember you. All you've got to do is think about it for a while and you'll go right back to what you were feeling in that season of your life. And then and then there are other seasons of your life that were happy times, good times, and you, and you may even reminisce about those and wish you could go back to them. You might say those were good days and I wish I could go back and relive those days. But, but the fact of the matter is the day you're living right now is a gift from the Lord. It's a gift from the Lord. Live this day. This is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice in it and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Enjoy every moment of this day. And you may not enjoy the flat tire, but know that the flat tire, it's going to be behind you before you know it. You're going to get that little donut tire on there. You're going to go to the, go to the shop and get a better tire. It's going to work out, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to get better. I don't know what you're up against right now. You might be up against some pretty serious stuff, but even the serious stuff, it's going to get better. This day, this day is going to give way to a new day. And that new day is a day that the Lord has made. Rejoice in that day and be glad in it. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't call it quits. Just call it a night get some rest try again tomorrow just call it a night get some rest try again tomorrow you 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 think that may sound simple there are spiritual principles there when you lay your body down you are laying it down in acknowledgement of what he did upon the cross and don't let yourself worry about what tomorrow will hold You say, I don't know how not to worry. Well, give it all to Jesus. Place it upon His shoulders. Let Him take from you the burdens and the cares and the fretting and the dreading and the doubting and the despair. These are enemies to your soul. They are robbing you of the precious joy that God wants you to have. Psalm 127, verse 2. It is vain for you to rise up early. It is vain for you to sit up late. It is vain for you to eat the bread of sorrows. For so he giveth his beloved sleep. I'm not just talking, I'm not trying to give you a health class tonight. I'm giving you the word of the Lord. It is vain. What does that mean? It means it is absolutely unprofitable. It is totally unprofitable. You sitting up late because of what you have what you're going through it's vain you're not you're not helping the situation at all and 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 you getting up early because of the circumstances you're facing and you're just going to worry about this and and dread this and fear this it's vain it's unprofitable and for you to eat the bread of sorrows continually wallowing in the pity and in the sorrow and in the dread and the despair all of that is vanity God has given you something. He has given you sleep. He called you his beloved. He has given his beloved sleep. Sleep is a gift from God that actually restores your physical body. It restores the chemicals of your body. It restores all of the cellular structure of your body. And it refreshes you. When you go to bed early and you get up at a good time and you walk into your day, you're going to be better for it having received a good night of rest. Hallelujah. And you know, a lot of people, it's not so much that they don't have the fruit of the Spirit. A lot of times they're just irritable because they're exhausted. And you think Starbucks is going to give you the fruit of the spirit. I'll be gentle once I get my venti whatever. I can't be gentle, I can't be kind until I get my coffee. They have t-shirts that say, don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. And, and, and what, they're, what they're saying is, is, I need a little help to 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 calm these nerves and and to get this these just whatever it is that's 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 gotten me in the in the mully, grubs what have you but the bible is teaching you that god has given you a gift that may seem simple but it's but it's a powerful and a profound principle to rest jesus exhibited this on the great and glorious day of his resurrection The crucifixion, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the natural, is the spiritual equivalent to your natural going to bed, getting some sleep, waking up in the morning. And when you wake up in the morning, when you wake up in the morning, wake up with a praise on your lips. Wake up with thanksgiving in your soul. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Start that day off right. Why are you talking about this? I'm trying to give you some keys to victorious living. You walk into your day giving God praise. Praise Him for waking you up in the morning. Thank Him for for keeping you through the night. Praise Him that yesterday, which was the bad day, the flat tire, donut tire. Yesterday was donut tire. Today is Dunkin' Donuts. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I'm not not going to sit around and regret what happened yesterday. And I'm not going to sit around and worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. This is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to give God praise right now for what is happening right now. Hallelujah. God is a right now God. Thank you, Jesus. That's why he explained to Moses, he said, my name is this. I am. I am. I am. That's where God is. God is in the I am. He is in the right now present tense. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter where you're talking about God. God is always now. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says today is the day of salvation. Now is the accepted time. Not yesterday. Don't worry about it if you missed out on yesterday. And not tomorrow. Don't boast yourself of tomorrow. You don't know what a day may bring forth. Right now is the accepted time. Hallelujah. There are three tenses, past, present, and future. Future tense is not the accepted time. Past tense is not the accepted time. Now is the accepted time. Today is the day of salvation. Who are you? I am. Who were you back in Abraham's day? Before Abraham was, I am. Well, Who are you when we get to heaven? I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, there you may be also. He is always the I am. All the power you need in God is in this moment right here, right now. Glory to God. I remember reading Job 23, that great passage of Scripture, verses 8 through 10, where Job said, Behold, I go forward, and he's not there. I go backward, and I can't find him. I go to the left hand where he doth work. He's nowhere to be found. I go to the right hand. He actually said he hides himself from me. And I was praying about that, and I just said, Lord, come on, just throw him a bone. This guy is going through some stuff, just... You know, let him, when he goes forward, let him find you. Behold, I go forward and he is not there. Show up. But he's going backward, he's not finding you. in the left hand and the right hand and you're nowhere. You're just nowhere. And I was like, why, why was that? And the Lord, the Lord helped me to understand it. He said, because you can't go forward to find me. You can't go backward to find me. You can't go to the left. You can't go to the right. I am. That's where you'll find me. You'll find me where you are. Whether you're in a hospital room, he is still the I am. Whether you're in a bankruptcy court, he is still the I am. Whether you are in a a, a, a time of depression or being downtrodden, he is still the I am. Don't give up on God in your day. Live one day at a time for the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And so we, we do this because this is, this is victorious living. And so the scripture teaches us uh, how to do this. I want to read to you from Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Uh, this is one of the great passages of scripture. This is ministered to me. It, it, one of my very favorite passages. It has ministered to me and it, it has also helped us as a church uh, to, uh, to understand where we are. When we have faced... Uncertain uh, moments when we we're trying to sell the building in Kenwood. The Lord gave this passage to me when we were trying to get approval for our next building, which we have. Thank you, Jesus. I thank Him every day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. God, if God is in the right now. I'm ready now. Glory to God. We'll talk about it every chance we get because the Lord's going to do it. The Lord's going to do it. He's doing it. He's doing it. Hallelujah, he's doing it. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew chapter 6, verse number 25. Scripture says, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat in the body than raiment? He's telling them, don't worry about it. Don't worry about where your next meal is going to come from, what you're going to have to drink. Don't worry about what you're going to wear. and Just understand that, verse 26, the fowls of the air, they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. They don't sow, they don't reap, they don't gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? Which of you, if you you, you sit up all night long and you think and you think and you worry and you dread, how much of your situation changed? And why take you thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not. Neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field which is today, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall He not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore take no thought saying, "What shall we eat, or "What shall we drink?" or "Wherewithal shall we be clothed?" For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. Your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. Did you know that God knows you have need of all these things? Everything you need, God knows it. Hallelujah. I don't, I don't even know what all I need. But God knows what all I need. There are some times I didn't do my due diligence and make preparations as I should have. And God will, God will just slip it in there and say, here, you're going to need this too. Because the Father knows that we have need of all these things. Verse 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That's, your, that's, that's what you do. That's what I do. This is what we are supposed to do. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. You want to know where your, your biggest challenges in life come from and where the, the shortfall comes from? It comes from seeking everything else instead of the kingdom of God. He said don't worry about, about accumulating goods. Don't worry about material gain. Don't worry about those things. Just seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. What did we talk about last week? His righteousness. That's where peace and joy come from. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And here's your promise all these things, all of them. And I love the way it says that. All these things. He generalizes it because there are so many little nuanced intangibles you and I wouldn't even think about. And God says all these things. They're just too many to mention. They're too numerous. But there, there are a lot of them out there. And they're nuts and they're bolts. And they're little bitty stuff that you wouldn't think about. But God knows you have need of them. All these things shall be added unto you. Take, therefore, no thought for the morrow. Take, therefore, no thought for the morrow. Don't even worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow. Because God knows what you need. God's going to provide it when we seek first His kingdom and His righteousness. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you will seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, this is not, this is, don't understand this, this is not a be spiritual and, and not Naturally gifted. That's, that's not the choice that you're met with tonight. This is telling you that if you will focus on the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all of these natural giftedness and, and skills and things of that nature that you need, they will be added to you. Here's what you you wonder how that happens. Here's what happens when you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, God will begin putting in your heart the desire you need to search out certain areas of of advancement that you need. All of a sudden you will you will have a desire for a certain thing. You will you will develop An awareness of a a certain avenue you need to walk. You'll get in touch with the right people. You'll go to the right classes. You'll receive promotions. It's, It's not a matter of being so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. It's a matter of seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And everything you're trying to do on your own will begin to fall into place for you. God will do it. Your heavenly father will do it. Take, therefore, no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. We don't talk a lot about sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. But Jesus is telling on the Sermon on the Mount, He is saying you've got enough to worry about today. Stop borrowing from tomorrow's troubles and bringing them into today's circumstances. That's tomorrow. The things of tomorrow are going to take care of itself. And, and, and one of the things he's telling you is that if you start thinking about tomorrow, you're going to move over into tomorrow. And that doesn't just mean Thursday, but that means 2020. When you start worrying about what will happen if, and, and oh, no, this can't happen because if this happens, then that's going to happen. And then what are they going to say and then what if, they, what, if, what if they step into the situation? And then what if I lose this? And then what if I don't get that? And all of a sudden, you're, you're, in, you're way down the road into things you don't need to worry about. The worst case scenario, if it were to develop, you will find the Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want to God and the things of tomorrow will begin to think about themselves so so the things of tomorrow will begin to become the priority and you'll miss out on today you miss out on today You'll miss out on your kids growing up. You'll miss out on on the people that you get to spend time with, parents and grandparents and brothers and sisters and and, and children and and co-workers and and, and people here in the church. You'll miss out. Time will fly. Time's going to move fast enough as it is. Don't accelerate it with worry about tomorrow. You're worried. You're not living victoriously because you're worried and and the Lord wants to come against that. I remember a lady in the church who wrestled with worry severely. She had, every, she had every disease literally in the book. She actually had a book. And she was reading about the symptoms of the disease diseases. And as she read the diseases, the symptoms started developing in her. Or so she thought. And she thought, oh my goodness, I didn't have a headache until I started reading about it. now all Oh, I do feel a little pressure. Oh my goodness. And oh, I do, I, I guess my toe is numb. I didn't think about it until I just noticed if your big toe goes numb, then you better watch out. And as she's reading it, it's just all formulating. And She's sharing this testimony, and she said she went to get prayer. She said, I need prayer from the from from worry. I need deliverance from worry. And so the 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 Preacher prayed for her and he began to pray that God would deliver her from worry. And he, he said, I rebuke the spirit of worry. Well, she misheard him and thought he said, Mori. And she started worrying about what, what is this spirit of Mori? I didn't even know I had a spirit of Mori on me. The whole time he was praying, all she could think about is, what's the spirit of Mori? i got to look that up in the I didn't know if it was some principality. or Listen, when you, you'll find something to worry about, If you don't don't begin to give it all to God, you will find something to worry about. And when one thing resolves, you'll jump to something else to worry about. Because it doesn't have anything to do with the thing you're worried about. It has to do with you not living one day at a time for the Lord. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Give it to God first thing in the morning. Lord, I'm giving this to you in Jesus' name. I'm thanking you for health in my body. I'm thanking you for the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Don't worry about tomorrow. Let's look at Lamentations chapter 3 and we're going to wrap up here with just a couple more scriptures. Lamentations chapter 3 and I want to read verse 22. I love that this passage comes right into the middle of the book of Lamentations. It is surrounded by lamentation. Right in the middle of all this lamentation is a glorious praise. Lamentations 22, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in Him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for Him. To the soul that seeketh Him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My Lord have mercy. My Lord have mercy. His mercies and His compassions are new every single morning. Thank you Jesus. You know what? I'm going to go to bed tonight and when I get up in the morning, I got a brand new delivery of mercy and compassion from heaven. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Woo, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you Jesus. I remember I remember when I was when I was a child I was in the middle of a terrible thunderstorm at night. It shook our house. I thought the whole place was coming down. It, 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 the lightning lit up my room. Every 10 seconds, the lightning was lighting up the room. And the lightning would strike and the thunder would clap at the same time. And it was right on top of us. And I thought for sure, you know, we're all going to die tonight. That's what's happening here. We're all going to die tonight. I was terrified. I was worried. It, I, I, I remember I was probably nine years old, and I thought, my goodness, I, Lord, I'm too young I to, to go home now. But, you know, what, what can you do? This thing's going to take us all away. And, and I, I worried and worried and worried. And then my, my, I began to fall asleep. And as I fell asleep, I woke up. When I woke up, I remember leaving the house so thankful to be alive and we went to Shoney's anybody remember Shoney's hallelujah They had that breakfast buffet they had all the fixings for the breakfast buffet and I remember nine years old walking into that Shoney's I mean there were mud puddles everywhere all in the parking lot and it didn't matter I'm alive this is a good day just a few hours ago all all my hopes and dreams had vanished before my eyes. We were all going to die. But, but now, this is a new day. The storm is over. The storm is over. And, and, and the sun is shining. And it's a new day. And I remember walking in and I just stopped for a moment and listened to the, the clink of the forks. And the, the chit-chat at the table among People I didn't even know. It it was just the sounds of life. I just, I smelled the bacon. And I said, Lord, I thank you that your mercies are new. That your compassions fail not. And I'm going to tell you something. You might be in the middle of a thunderstorm right now where the lightning is flashing and the thunder is clapping and the house is shaking, and you may not think you'll ever get out of this thing alive, but I want you to understand that morning is coming. The sun is going to rise again. You are going to come out of this if you'll seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Hallelujah. Familiar sounds and pleasant thoughts and peaceful feelings. They're going to come to you again in the name of the Lord. Psalm 37. And then we're going to close. Psalm 37. And uh, I want to read to you just a few verses of Scripture. Psalm 37, verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young and now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lendeth. Hallelujah. And his seed is blessed. Depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. I wonder if we could give God praise right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Let's love Him right now. Let's love Him right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, the sun is going to shine again. The birds are going to sing again. The storm is going to pass over. Hallelujah. You've got some better days ahead of you. Go ahead and live this day out. Go ahead and live this day out. Rejoice and be glad in it. Rejoice and be glad in it. Rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah,
1: hallelujah, hallelujah.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Here in just a moment, we're going to have a baptism. Amen. Sister Beatrice Ortiz, let's give God praise for that right now in the name of Jesus. Thank the Lord. Let's give God praise for it right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Glory to His name. Glory to His name. Thank you, precious Jesus. If you need victory this evening, I want you to lift your hand right now to the Lord. Lift your hand right now to the Lord and just say, God, I receive Your Word. God, I receive Your Word in Jesus' name. Come on, let's tell Him, Lord, I receive Your Word. Ha, ha, ha. I receive Your Word in my heart. Lord, I trust in you. Lord, I trust in you. Lord, I trust in you. Lord, I place my faith in you, oh God. Lord, I place my faith in you, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord.
1: You give me joy I know for for sure. Oh yes, Lord, I can trust in You. I will trust. I can trust in You, and my friend. I can trust in you. Hallelujah. I can trust in you. Trust in you. My God, my provider. Oh, Lord, I can trust in you, my hope and my friend. You give me peace. You give me joy. for sure
0: i can trust
1: in you i can trust for sure i know for sure i know for sure i know for sure i know for sure i can trust in you oh yes. i can trust in you my provider my provider I can trust in you, my hope and my friend. You give me peace. You give me joy. I know for sure. Yes, I, I know for sure. Trust Yes, I can know for I know for sure. I know for sure. And I know for sure I can trust him. Tis so sweet, and tis so sweet to trust in Jesus just to take.
0: in this place. I feel faith rising in this house. I act. can trust in you. I can trust in you my
1: God, my provider I can trust in you I Open and my head. Head. You, give me, you give me peace. You give me joy. You give me joy. I know for sure. I know for sure. Trust in you.
0: Oh, hallelujah. Let's love him together right now. Let's love him together right now. Let's love him together. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We thank you, precious Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, yes, Jesus. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your goodness to us. You are the mighty God.